Hey, I'm Jess. Hey, I'm Heidi. And this is a Better Beauty Business Podcast, where we give you weekly tips on how to start your beauty business. This meeting is being recorded. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So our very first video podcast. Yeah. See, now you guys get to see how pretty we are. Oh, some days. Really bad lighting though, but it's okay. (laughs) I have good lighting. (laughs) I get to see us digress in person. Yes. (laughs) Very exciting. But they should be getting better and better. We should be getting better at these. Yeah. Because our first few podcasts were not great. Well, no. I mean, are anyone's? No, maybe. Ours were not. I'm sure there were some people's that were really good. Like professional speakers and such. Well, duh. (laughs) It doesn't count if they've been like actually speaking for long periods of time. I've been speaking for like 40 some years. (laughs) I have too, just not in front of other people all the time. Right. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to be talking about where am I spending my money? Ooh, I like it. Where are you spending your money? Well, and so one of the reasons you need to know where you're spending your money when you want to start a business is is, uh, that you need money to start the business. And so you have to figure out like where all your money goes and exactly how much money you're actually even going to need to start your business. Right before you can even begin to think about like getting a loan or um, even just like, I don't know, using a credit card, whatever you're going to do, you got to figure it out because you don't want to go into it thinking, Oh, I'll just put everything on this credit card and it'll be fine. But then you won't be able to make the payments because you didn't figure out how much money you were spending on all of the other stuff in your life. And well, and you didn't budget in those payments. Exactly. Well, and even if you did, you, if you're taking all of your cash that you make, or if you're taking all of the money that you make, like say you're working in a commission salon now mm-hmm. and you're, you get paid your, you know, 40, 60 or whatever it is. And then you get tips in cash and you're taking and just blowing that cash. Right. You, you know, honestly aren't being, you're not being, you're not doing the best for your money or your business. If you want to start a new one, because you just, taken that money and pretended that it never existed. Right. You can't do that because you will have to, at some point, use that money to buy Starbucks. Well, no, no. No? To use it to buy product or pay rent or, you know what I mean? Yes. And, you know, I find um, that a lot of people, it's a very energetic experience You know, when we tell people to pull out all of your bank accounts and your credit card statements, it's really scary. And it actually takes people quite a while if they can even make it to that step. Mm -hmm. I've had a few people I've worked with who it's taken us months before they'll even do that part. And it's interesting because they are like, I don't want to look. Well, honestly, yeah, like I don't like I don't like looking where I spent my money because I'll tell you what, like the first time that I did that, the first time I sat down and did it, I was like, I am so dumb. Well, and you cry a little the very first time because, you know, I was at a point where I was in 
a lot of debt before I really started doing this full time. And I had another job and I had just had a baby and all these things. And I was like, I don't even want to answer the phone because mm. it's probably a creditor and I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to look at my bank account. I don't want to know what's come out. I don't want to know. I don't want to look at my credit cards and nothing. I'll just pay the minimum and move on. Yeah. And when I finally picked up the phone, when I finally pulled out all the statements, it's kind of like, I look at it like a relationship, yeah. like, you know, in the, in the beginning, you don't actually know everything about the other person. And you're kind of like, you know, <laughs> learning all these things. But when you finally know all the things about them and you know how they're, they react and, you know, like basically with your money, you know, where it's going, you know, when it's coming in, you know, what fees are coming out, you know, exactly where everything's going and you check in with it daily, mm -hmm. the energy does get better around it. And you are happier to look at it and to have the conversation with your money. And, but initially it is a hard thing to do. And most people don't want to do it. Yeah. It just sucks big time. I mean, cause I remember thinking like, holy crap, Heidi, like, how dumb are you that this is what you're spending on, you know, eating out, like, or right. having McDonald's every day, or because, right. because well, I need McDonald's. But, <laughs> but I'm just like, no one does. No, but I'm just like, when you're when you're looking at it, you're like, holy crap, like, no one likes feeling stupid. Well, or are you stopping at the convenience store every day and spending three or $4 on a soda? Well, you know, I never even counted that because right? it was like, I, if I went somewhere and got change back, I put, just put it in a bag in my car. Like I had a bag in my car with the change in it and I would just pull change out of there. So that was like money that I didn't even think about. Right. And so, you know, <clears throat> you don't think about those kinds of things. And then when you have to sit down and figure out how you're going to pay your bills when you start your business. Right. And you're like, oh, crap. Like, I didn't realize that I spent $300 this month on McDonald's. I know. Sorry, I'm super blown out here. I don't know what's happening other than my lighting is not as good as yours is. I know. I'm sorry, sweetie. <sighs> I'm just on the other side of a door, too. You'd think mine would be better, but it's not. You think it's not. It's not. I'll just it's be blown the out. Have Maybe the, the next one I'll be better. Yeah, you do have a lot of good lighting. I do not. Um. But anyways, with all of, you know, the other thing you have to start looking at when you start a business is those little things that you're going to be spending your money on. And this is driving me crazy. Um, the little the people don't look at like you have to buy toilet paper. You have to buy cleaning supplies. Yeah. And so if you're not paying attention initially into what you're spending in your personal life, you're probably going to forget those things in your business. Well, I'm, I mean, honestly, if you're not paying attention to personal life, your business is going to suffer because you know that you have to pay your mortgage. Right. So you're going to pay the things in your life that you have to pay and you'll Maybe. put your business on the back burner. Right. And that's exactly, I, you know, we get a lot of people um, who reach out who are talking about, you know, I really want to start my own business, but I don't know how to do it. And when the very first thing out of our mouths are, pull out your bank statements and see where you're spending money. They go, Oh, well, that's not a big deal. I know where everything's going. I'm like, really? How much did you eat out last month? Oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. How much coffee do you get every day or every week? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And you go get your nails done and your hair done. How much are you spending? Well, I don't know. 
Well, then you don't know. And you oh, do you have to pull bills, all of that out. You know your big bills. You know your mortgage. You know your credit card bills. You know your right. insurance. You know, like, of course, you know all of those. But you're right. not counting gas. Like, a lot of people don't count gas money. And do you put money into savings in case something happens? Say your tire blows. Or do you just count on a credit card doing that and you'll deal with it later? Right. You know, and that's, you can't save to start a business if you have no idea what's going on in your personal finances. Mm-hmm. And it's and it is like one of the hardest things to do because you do feel kind of like you're dumb. You feel like a box of rocks because you're just like, man, I can't believe like I'm just wasting money right and left. And you know, you you haven't paid attention. And it, it is hard to look at that the fact that you've just blown you know, you've blown $300 on Starbucks or McDonald's or wherever. or credit card fees. Like your credit card's 25% and you're like paying minimums and you're over here every month spending $500 on fees because you've let your credit card get this big. Mm-hmm. And now you're paying every month. You're not, your payment is not even covering the fees. Right. You're not so done. it's just such an interesting starting point. And, you know, we've talked about in the last few podcasts, like how to price things and everything, but really this one almost should have come first because until you energetically know, like, and can emotionally handle where your money's going, none of that matters. No, none of it matters. You're not going to open a business. You're not going to be pricing products. You're not going to be pricing services and creating menus and doing client forms. If you don't have the money to start a business. Yeah. If you can't even get your doors open, then right. that's pointless. It's just silly. And that's the hardest part is figuring out, you know, and you do need to sit down, even when you're going through how much money you've spent, you mm-hmm. do need to sit down and say, okay, so this is what I'm spending, but now I need to figure out how much I'm going to need right, to run my business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then you can go from there. Then you can say, okay, so if I cut back this, this, and this, then I'll put, I can put this money away for the business. And, you know, so if you're not ready right away, you can start saving because you cut back on some things, or you know that you'll be able to cut back on these things and that will be like your loan payment or, you know what I mean? Right. You got to figure it out because you have to have the conversation. And, you you know, figuring out how much money you're going to need is for your business. I don't, I remember thinking it was fun and scary. Yeah. like, cause of course it's fun, like looking at all the product that you need to get and how awesome and unboxing it all. It feels like Christmas. Like, well, I mean, I don't know for you, for you, but for nail techs, it feels like Christmas. Cause it wasn't that exciting. And I had found a product line that I love that I was kind of using before when I worked at the makeup school, when I lived out in LA and I had met the company already and I really liked them. So when I ordered my stuff, I needed like a cart, a wax pot, two kinds of wax, some, you know, a couple little things just to get through the services. Cause I wasn't doing it full time and waxing doesn't have as much art to it. I mean, there is an art to it, but it's not, I don't need 46 colors of wax to make it look beautiful before I rip it off. I need a wax that works great. I need the pre products. I need the post products. I need the aftercare to sell, but I don't need Hey, you know, when the people go in and see Heidi and they're like, well, I want all these different colored daisies and all this stuff. She has to have all of the product to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't. And the new product, there's new product coming out all the flipping time. And, and you have 
those clients who were like on Pinterest constantly going, I saw this on Pinterest and, or I saw this on Instagram or whatever. And they're like, I, I really want this. And you're like, well, I don't have it. Yeah. But you have no one does things. that to me, by the way. No one's like, hey, I saw this on Pinterest. I'd really like my Brazilian to look like this. <laughs> so awesome, though. Or, you know, no, like, no. I'm I like, they all look the same. I saw this symbol. <laughs> yeah, could you do this? I'm like, no, I don't do shapes. I don't do designs. You <laughs> might be lucky to get a pretty straight triangle or a rectangle. Yeah, can you do an arrow? I have done those. It's a little weird, but my husband has his own. He needs an arrow. Right. And if I can get it straight, that's even better. Yeah. Well, so, you know, but for me, it was super fun to, to get all of the supplies and to unbox it all. Well, Well, it was probably also really easy though, to go overboard. Oh, I did too. Oh, I did. (laughs) I spent way more money than I needed to spend. And it's because you're like, that's so cool. I'm getting that. Or well, look at how pretty that is. And I don't want to use something ugly. I want to use something pretty. And so, you know, you cut back on some things and then you don't on others. And, um, you know, I, it ends up just becoming way more expensive than it probably needs to be. And so you have to be able to rein yourself in for sure. But, you know, there are things, there is a benefit to using less expensive things at first and working your way up to the more expensive things. There's just a benefit to that because, you know, I did when I first started, I, um, I bought an amazing desk and my, my nail table is amazing. Yes. And I had it handmade and I spent really, really good money on it. But you're still using it today. A lot of good money. We've actually moved that table multiple times and it sucks. It is so heavy. It is the like best made thing in the whole world, but it really sucks to move like up and down stairs. And it's a beautiful table. But it just is one of those things where I knew that if I spent that much money on a table, Mm. that um, this table, I will be able to retire with this table. So I didn't spend the money. I know a lot of um, estheticians. I knew I was going more into waxing and I know people buy the hydraulic table still for things to move up and down. I bought a super solid massage table knowing that, um, and this is the engineering background, because my dad's an engineer. I actually went to school for engineering for a couple of years, you know, knowing that little bit of the constant pressure on the legs with the amount of people that are coming through, I'm going to need a new table. And for what my goal is and for what I see now, I do have to buy a new table every couple of years because of the different weight bearing and the amount of people that have now been on that table. And, and the last thing I want to do is get someone on there and it crashes. So like <laughs> I have a table that can hold 600 pounds, but after I've had it for three years, it's not holding 600 pounds. At no, one not time. only that, but like the cushion breaks down, it yeah. gets less comfortable. So I just don't, I do buy a wider table because I, when I have people flip over, when I had a smaller table, people were like falling off the table because it's I just, almost falling yeah, off. yeah. So with the white, I do buy a little wider table, but I don't spend a fortune on my table because I know that for me, it's something I'm going to be replacing every few years. And I wanted something that I knew that I didn't have to replace all the time. And right. honestly, the nail tables at the time that were out there did not have the storage I wanted. It. Right. But with and, the nail table, no one's sitting on it for more, like, no, generally. No, no, so. 
Hopefully. They're not I mean, I, have to, I do replace like the chairs, you know, the one in front, the, my chair, I replace my chair. Yeah, the chairs that get sat on do have to be replaced and that has to be taken into account. And the hydraulic chairs are bad. Like they are, uh, the hydraulics go out. If when you're using them all the time, the right. hydraulics go out fairly quickly. And yeah. so you have to, you know, be careful with that. But you also need to know like, how much you're going to spend and how long is this going to last you? And do you buy, when you buy your first nail table, do you spend a lot of money knowing that it's going to probably last you until you retire? Or do you spend a smaller amount of money and get a table that will last you a couple of years until you can afford to buy a nicer table? Right. Or you figure out exactly what you like, like you knew what you wanted So that's, you know, you look at that and sometimes you go, well, I don't know. When I first started, I really just had like a little TV cart because I didn't need a ton. Now I do use like a kitchen island on wheels. I found that works best for me. It gives me the most tabletop space, but it can move and then it can get out of the way, but I have storage. And I found that works great for me. Mm -hmm. But I do have to budget in that I probably, because I do move it, I did Gorilla Glue at this time with all the screws and stuff. But a lot of times it doesn't last as long because you are moving it constantly. The parts are kind of falling apart, but I only spend a couple hundred dollars. So for me, knowing that I'm going to continuously just buy a new one every like eight or nine years, it's really worth the 200 bucks. Right. And for me, the table was worth the money because I got exactly what I wanted. Right. And um, I have more table space than most other nail technicians and their tables because yep. nail tables are really small and I wanted a bigger workspace. Right. So, you know, well, I, the I other thing to look at, like while you're talking about that is how often do you reevaluate like what you're spending at home and at work? Like a lot of us, once you do get into your business, a lot of people will reevaluate work so that you know what to raise your prices, but are you reevaluating how much toilet paper costs? I mean, we all know that last year it was crazy. So do you have to take that into consideration? And did your cleaning supplies go up? Did you hire a cleaning person? But then re-looking at your home spending, because I know most people are guilty of this. Once you make more, you spend more. Yep. And then you kind of get into that, well, I'm comfortable. So I can start going out for coffee and not worrying about it. Or I can just go shopping and, you know, I'm guilty of it, but I do reevaluate mine about every six months because, um, it does fluctuate and I am trying to pay off my house. So I do really watch mine, but you really do have to take that dive into it. And it just gets easier emotionally and taking the time to go, okay, it's just time to do that. Pull out all your stuff. You reevaluate or you're like, Oh, this is where I cut. This is where I cut. This is where I cut. And it doesn't hurt as much once you've done it a ton of times. Well, and I think it's important that they, that you you guys understand that going through your money, the first time's the hardest time. Yep. And then once you figure everything out, you get your budgets for your home and your work all figured out and narrowed down. Mm-hmm. You actually can just, and you do everything you say you're going to do with your budget. Right. You, it becomes second nature. And so then it's not a big deal anymore. Right. So then you're like, cause if you budget in, you're like, well, I'm going to take 10% of everything that I make and put it in savings. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're not worrying about, you know, like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to put money in savings. So you're, right. you know, putting 10% in savings. You've already dealt with that. Right. 
So you're not like, well, I, I'm going to spend all the money that I can and whatever's left over, I'll put in savings. Right. That's not the best idea. The best idea is to really plan everything out. You need to have like, this is what I'm going to put in savings every month. Mm -hmm. And that way you are putting it in there and you're not like finding loopholes on or like ways out of having to put that money in there. Right. You already know. Yeah. So really, you know, next week, what are we going into next week? A little bit more like budgeting Yeah. It'll be yeah. More in the next couple of weeks, maybe next week. Um, Heidi has all that. She, she keeps track of that for me. I just I sit do. down and ask her what we're doing. Yeah. And then I just talk, yep. <laughs> but, um, you know, right now, before you can even figure out your budget, you have to sit down and figure out where all your money is going. Yeah, you do. All of it. If you spend in cash, you need to start writing it down. You yeah. need to really start being like, I spent a dollar twelve at the convenience store. I spent you, this much yeah. here. And if you got and if you get paid in cash, if you have cash coming in, that needs to be on your, you know, income. You it's need to write it on your sheet. It has to be on your income sheet and then it has to go out with your stuff. Like you need to pay really close attention because cash is easy to overlook. It's easy yep. to be like, well, it's cash. It's no big deal. But you would be surprised at how many times I've used my cash to pay my rent or because I was like, I'm not going to have enough in my checking account this month. So I'm going to, I'm just going to use my cash. And if you have all of that planned, right. You'll be able to just do it and it'll be second nature. It won't be, and it quits becoming a big deal. Yep. And really it's like any relationship. If you have the open communication and are willing to dive deep into the hard stuff, it's going to work out really well. And with your money, it has to be a really intimate relationship because it is your money. If you want more money coming in, you can't be afraid to look at the money that is going in and out of your account. You cannot be afraid to say, you know what, I'm saving for vacation. So it's going to be pulled out of here. I want to start a business. So I know that I have to cut out all of these things. A little bit of sacrifice in the beginning is not a terrible thing. As long as you're doing it because you want to do it. And wouldn't you rather do it because you want to do it instead of the bank calling and going, you know what, I'm taking your house or your landlord <laughs> saying I'm evicting you because apparently you really like to go to coffee and McDonald's, but you don't like to pay your rent. You know, or all those credit card fees you're paying that could go into savings every month for your new business. So really taking a really deep, um, intimate look at your money. Like, yes, you, it, lying to yourself gets you nowhere. Like, right. who are you cheating? Well, yeah, yourself. And you and that this dumb thing is, is that, you know, you lied to yourself. So, you know, that you're not even being truthful. It's like the dumbest thing on the planet. And believe We've me, all done it. We've I, all done done it. It. I do it all the time. I'm like, what? No, I didn't do that. The cookies by your bed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have cookies by my bed. <laughs> no, you don't. You have cookie wrappers. <laughs> well, yeah, because I ate all the cookies. I know. There's no cookies. So she wasn't lying. <laughs> um, but. You, you lie to yourself and, and you're not honest and you're not, and you don't do, you know, a really like deep dive into your money mm. and you just keep saying, you know what, like, well, that doesn't really matter or that doesn't count or it all counts. It all counts. And you, and you know, that's just it. It's like anything else. You're only cheating yourself. You're only making it harder for yourself right. to do 
what needs to be done so that you can be where you want to be in your life. Absolutely. That's what it comes down to. You you know, you have a goal of where you want to be in your life and and you can't get there. You have to have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's it. You guys, you have to have a plan. And, you know, we do have the Facebook group, the Confessions from a Beauty Business. Um, It's a private group that we do weekly trainings in. If you guys want to hop in there, we're um, asking our group. And if you guys join, you can join in on the conversation about doing some live Zoom training. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hop on and ask some questions. Um, Confessions from a Beauty Business. Yes, it's fantastic. We have so much fun in it. And you can ask any questions about starting your business or if you've been in the industry for a while and you're just not making money mm-hmm. and you need someone to help, you know, pop in the group and ask the questions. And Heidi and I are working on some really cool other things because we have been coaching some people in person. I mean, over the years, we've done tons of people, um, but we really want to take this more to a, you know, an online because, well, there's a lot of us out there who could use each other and use some community. It's needed. And yeah, and, yeah, and it's time to bring it's time to bring the, the beauty industry together. Yep. And we're really about community helping each other. And you know, even in the group, you might meet a couple people who you really click with that you can kind of start your own friendships with and help each other build your businesses. So hop on over there and, you know, get in the group and join the trainings and join the conversation. Yeah. And we'd love to see your faces. Yeah. We would love to see your faces. So, cause now you get to see ours. Yes. So lovely. We Someday. are. Except this lighting, this lighting is terrible. Lighting I'll is figure really that bad. out before the next one. Your lighting uh, is so bad. It is. Maybe I'm next time I'll just be like head. half in the shadow. I'm glowing. Mm, me too. Just here. Yeah. So. You're, well, you're like glaring. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's not glowing, it's glaring. Okay. Whatever. I'll need a little powder for the next one. Will that work? Yeah. <laughs> that'll be it that's the fix could you mat that up please yeah I'll just be like I have some matting stuff it'll work great <laughs> all right guys we will see you next week at on Sunday right yeah that's when we release them well I'm the training are Wednesdays at 10 a.m mountain we're standard time and, on video this time yeah so now we're doing video so I'm just a little bit confused and but super exciting. We can't wait to meet you guys and, you know, ask the questions, dig deep, figure out your finances, cry a little, throw yourself on the floor. I did my first time. Kind of made me want to vomit, but you deal with it. You move on. Exactly. All right, guys, we will see you next week.